there, beautiful people. You're listening to Cast Ripple by Carla Berger from Cape Town, South Africa. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Cast a Ripple. So, today I want to talk about something that's really come up this past week. Um, especially with regards to the whole COVID-19 situation we're finding ourselves in. We are now on day 22 in Cape Town, South Africa of our lockdown. We would have been um, finished with the lockdown two days ago, but our president extended the lockdown, rightfully so, I believe, for another two weeks. And this is where things are going to start or are already starting to get interesting because you can really start to see people's emotions coming up. Like they are sick of this lockdown now. They really want to just get out of their houses and their apartments and live their lives, which they probably won't be able to do normally for like... They won't be a normal to go back to. And this is what people are starting to see and what they're starting to realize and it's scaring them. So the one thing that came up and I actually wanted to do the podcast about alcohol itself, but I realized that alcohol isn't really the topic that I want to cover. What I want to cover is distractions. Because alcohol is just one of those things that people use to distract themselves with. And why I wanted to cover alcohol is because we, um, they've here, they've closed alcohol sales. You can't buy or transport any alcohol during this time. And alcohol is an interesting thing because it's a very widely consumed drug. It is a drug. It's something that's actually intoxicating for humans, but we we use it as a recreational or a distracting thing to do or we just um, some people like the way it makes them feel and others like the way it tastes or but it doesn't really matter why we use it what's come up and why i've decided to discuss this um, which is distractions the distractions that we have is people are really starting to freak out about the ban on alcohol and the ban on cigarettes because it's something that they can distract themselves with. And now we've been placed in a space where all of our other distractions are also taken away from us. So we can't go walk on the beach anymore. We can't do any or have any meaningful real social interactions. We can't go to gatherings or go dancing or go gymming. Um, All of these things are distractions. So a distraction is an act or a behavior or something that we do to distract ourselves from pain or discomfort. It's something that we use to escape from our pain. And I... um, watched this one video from Till Swan that really summed it up or really explained what a distraction or she actually calls it controlling mechanisms but it's it's distraction um, or I resonate better with the word distraction how um, 
she used this metaphor, this picture that she painted, and it really helped me to understand. So say, for instance, you cut your arm off, or someone or something cut your arm off, and you have morphine, and to help with the pain of your arm being cut off, you inject yourself with morphine, and you start to feel better, you don't feel the pain anymore, and it's just, okay, I can breathe again, the pain is gone, so there's probably, you know, that means I don't have to worry about it anymore. But anyone else observing this would be able to tell you, like, no, just because the pain is gone doesn't mean that the threat is gone, you are obviously bleeding out and need medical attention. Right, so this is what we do. We as individual human beings, we distract ourselves from our pain. And the thing is, we ourselves as individuals are um, not always aware that we are actually using these things to distract ourselves from pain. But um, our closest people to us, our friends and our family, probably can tell us what we use as distractions. They know us, they can see it, because it's much easier to see it in someone um, and to be able to tell them like, listen, you're doing that thing again where you run away from your pain, um, than it is for us to actually admit that we are using that as a distraction from our pain. Because we convince ourselves it's something that we really love doing. And it might be so, but the question is why? There are things I think that we do um, that distract us from our pain and not, not necessarily make us feel any better. Or it makes us feel better during that time because it distracts us from our pain. But as soon as we stop doing it, then that pain comes back. And then we have to do it again or we have to do something else again just to kind of run away from the pain all the time instead of actually just sitting with that pain realizing that that pain is real and that that pain is an indicator of um, something worse like a cut of arm to be to be very brutal about it so the pain isn't the threat we treat the pain as the threat. We treat the pain as the enemy and we run away from the pain not knowing that the pain is actually an indicator of something deeper that needs our attention. The pain is not an enemy, it's a, a very good friend that's trying to tell us that there is something else that's threatening who we are and um, there's a trigger there, some, some deeper trauma that we need to heal. So for example, I, I always, I watch friends. Um, oh, this is the other thing that we do, by the way. Now that we are in lockdown, we kind of replace our distractions with other things. So we are eating way too much. We eat too much sugar. We Netflix. We, um, play video games, whatever it is that we can do indoors now, we do to distract ourselves from the pain. Anyway, so on that, I, um, 
I watch Friends because it's something that I, I like to watch and keep on in the background. And that is probably one of my distractions. So I'll just put it out there. Anyway, so um, one of the characters in Friends, his name is Chandler, and he has this one trait that everyone can see, and he also admits to it, that he makes jokes when he is feeling awkward. So he makes jokes to get away from the awkwardness, from the pain of feeling awkward. Um, so why is that? Is it because he doesn't feel in, he feels insecure in himself because of traumas that he experienced as a child? And if you know the character very well, you'll know that he had a very rough childhood with his parents. So there's some intimacy issues and stuff, and he uses making jokes and being a funny guy as a distraction from that pain. And if he would just go back to um, to that trauma and really realize that this is why he is doing this distraction, why he's using comedy, he'd actually be able to kind of heal the past trauma in order for him to not be reliant on jokes and comedy as a way to um, not feel awkward in social situations. So he wouldn't then have to do that. I'm not saying that he won't do it. Um, it's still something that he enjoys, but he wouldn't feel that it, he needs to do it. And a lot of the time his character do, does it in a very awkward kind of fashion. You can see he's very uncomfortable. So maybe if he actually fixed his traumas, then he'd be able to do it in a very more charming way. Anyway, that's just my two cents on... <laughs> now I'm, I'm psychoanalyzing characters on Friends because I can't do it with normal people. <laughs> anyway... So if I look at myself, for instance, um, taking walks on the beach, especially when I, um, from since the time I've been living alone, has always been something that I love to do. And it is something that I love to do because there's a very deep connection with Mother Nature there, which I really love feeling. But it, it can be, for me, it, it can serve as a distraction as well. Like, I don't want to sit at home and feel lonely and disconnected. So I go um, someplace where I can feel connected. And I use that space to um, not feel the loneliness and the disconnection. But when I come back, then I feel that loneliness and disconnection again. So it kind of... the kind of distractions that you need to look out for are those that you do and then afterwards you still feel the, you feel the pain again because those those are distractions and they might be things that you love to do but um, they're only distracting you from the pain and in my case it's in relation to loneliness and to disconnection so if I don't actually sit with myself and evaluate and do deeper meditations and shadow work on why 
I feel lonely and why I feel disconnected at that specific point in time, I'm only avoiding the pain by going for walks in nature. It might be that the pain is actually because I can't walk, but the thing is now, I don't have that option anymore. So suddenly I'm now being placed with everyone else. Everyone else has their own distractions and probably they can't do it anymore. So now we are in a place where we actually have to face this pain. Either that or we distract ourselves with something else, but point of the point of the matter is that those distractions are no longer available to us and we are suddenly in the space where we really now start to feel the pain and questioning where this pain is coming from and there's a lot of people that have never even been in a position where they had to feel the pain and they are now panicking Panicking at a, a place where they actually loot liquor stores because they are in so desperate need for that distraction that they were they're actually willing to break the law to get that distraction. So I I just want to raise awareness about this because I think a lot of people are feeling frustrated, a lot of people are feeling the pain and they don't understand why all of a sudden they are feeling this. And this is unprecedented times, like this has never happened in my generation or the generation before us really. It's, it's similar to being in a war kind of situation and it's unsettling. Um, to begin with. So now you are almost a month in lockdown and all of these pain, <laughs> all of this pain is arising and you don't understand why or how to deal with it. So a lot of people are actually, this is a lot of spiritual um, guys out there are talking about this as being like it's an awakening spirit. Like for most of humanity, because a lot of people don't have access to their distractions anymore. They can't just distract themselves from the pain. They have to actually face the pain and then realize that the pain is actually not the enemy. The pain is actually a friend trying to tell them that there's something deeper, something that they actually need to look at within themselves and within the history uh, within their childhood maybe or even just a year ago something might have happened that they haven't actually faced and they have to deal with that now and it's putting them in a panic and you can really see that in the people like I I was walking I walked to the shops because that's the only time we're actually allowed out of our homes and um, I can feel their discomfort. Like, I'm normally a person that would walk and whoever I come across, even if it's a stranger, I would make eye contact and I would greet them. But people are so distracted by their pain that, and probably fear as well. Fear is playing a very big role in this because they are fearful now of any human interaction because 
of the COVID virus. They don't want to get it. Eye contact, guys, is not going to give you the COVID-19. You can still look at me and greet me. And don't be rude, please. <laughs> anyway, so there's also, um, again, a distraction coming up for me is social interaction and feeling connected. And now even that is being taken away from me. Um, so there's another level of something that I need to dive into there. So, yeah, you can just really see the stress on people and the toll it's taking. And um, I guess the, the point of this podcast is just to start to raise awareness about distractions. And that if you find yourself in pain, um, not to necessarily jump to the next distraction, but to actually start to question where that pain is coming from. Because the pain is a signpost to something deeper that needs to be resolved within yourself. And now is the perfect time to do it because you're going to have so many of your distractions taken away from you. Um, and it's going to frustrate you. It's going to anger you. It's going to make that pain really come out and greet you. So, yeah... I think I'll actually just stop it there. So, yeah, that's actually all I just wanted to say on this topic is you're not alone in this. Everyone is there with you. And if you're feeling pain, you are not alone. If you are feeling pain, it's about time that you are actually feeling that pain. It's the This whole COVID-19 thing is the universe's way of bringing humanity to a grinding halt, setting them down and telling them that, listen, there are some things that need your attention. So I'm not going to give you all of the things that you used to have, just so that you actually now sit and sort out this mess inside of you, because this is not going to help us at all. So that's where we are now. And we all just need to take responsibility for um, what we are feeling, for our emotions. We need to start to learn how to actually work with our emotions. To realize that even feeling the bad emotions is, or bad um, is just a word, but the emotions that we don't want to feel are still, it's important to feel them and to process them and to understand where they're coming from to evaluate why it is we're feeling them and to resolve the deeper issues because if we don't do that and we keep on distracting ourselves then we're never going to resolve that and it's always going to be a mess and we're always going to need our distractions so let's just take this time that we've been given to really do some very deep soul searching and to clear some of those traumas that we never even saw we had or that we always have been subconsciously avoiding okay my loves that is it for today i will speak to you guys again in a week if you are not following me on instagram please do so i post a lot of other content and videos and stuff on there so if you like what you heard now please join 
me on Instagram on uh, B underscore A underscore Ripple. Okay, guys, all my love. Bye.